welcome to Before the Bid, your connection to some of the world's best livestock sales. Stay tuned as your host, Andy Howe, takes you coast to coast, stopping along the way to talk with producers about their operation, their livestock, and of course, their upcoming sales. Let's get to it. Welcome, livestock friends, to this Before the Bid podcast. And on this one, we go out to Ramsey, Illinois, and we're going to talk some Charlay cattle that are going to be in an online sale here. And we're talking to a fellow ag teacher. We got hooked up last year and got to talk about some cattle, and he decided he's going to come back for this sale. And this one is the TC Cattle Services Pursuit of Happiness sale, and it is going to be on SC, and it is going to go off on October 12th. And so, as I said, we're out in Ramsey. Illinois. We're going to talk to return guest Doug Turnall. And Doug, uh, I want to welcome you back to the podcast, man. Thanks for having me. And I love the service you guys put out. This has been really cool to be able to follow you on a lot of different sales. And uh, it's a lot of fun to do. Well, I appreciate it. It is uh, a lot of fun for us as well. Get to meet a lot of good people. And when you send invites and things and you get to talking to people and yeah, you're a fellow ag teacher. Why, you know, we could sit around and talk ag teaching all night if we really wanted to. Yeah, no one else would want to hear us complain, though. <laughs> I was, I was thinking as I said that, I said maybe we don't want to do that because you know <laughs> we'll leave we'll leave that there and we'll get on to the reason why we do teach ag. I would guess teach school so we can support our cattle habit, right? I will tell you one thing, you know, talking to my FFA officers last year here, and I said, you know, guys, there's three kind of ag teachers out there. There's the kind that are professional teachers. There's kind that are in production agriculture who also teach. Right. There's kind that just collect a check. <laughs> True. I don't know which one you think I am, but I think I know which one I am. And they all just start dying laughing. <laughs> <laughs> right. Is anything new going on at school this year? I mean, do you have cool classes, neat classes? What you got going on there? Yeah, we've got a leadership class that I, I oh. built up this year and Awesome. Uh, using some of the experiences I had working for UPI as their head leadership man in Illinois. Mm-hmm. And that's been really, really cool. The kids have enjoyed it. You know, agronomy class, multiple shop classes. It's been fun. I will say the leadership style I've, I've been using with those kids has really garnered some amazing FFA officers. This group of young officers is just kind of look back and wonder how in the heck did I do that? And Mm-hmm. Um, looking back at some of those things of fostering, making sure that everybody's voice is heard. And we actually did something weird this year. We don't have officer titles. Right. Everybody's on a team mm-hmm. and makes everybody's opinion worth the same. Mm-hmm. And I tell you what, it is really, it's really rock. You know, a lot of people were a little upset with not having titles and right. now we've seen what these kids are doing and we're, how they're working together and and it's really changed the program. Alumni is coming in strong. They had their first excellent fundraiser golf outing. It's been a fun year. Good. We're just into it, a, you know, a month, month, month and a half here. So. Right. And then going to come out to Indianapolis again for national convention. Yep. We're going to get out there for two days. The kids got to be back for a band parade, so we can only make a, <laughs> it's a little less than two days. Right. You know, is what it is. Right. Well, we get to go this year, so we're going to have to meet up when we get out there. Yeah, we'll be out there 26 and 27. Sure, that'll be good. We'll have to meet up and sit around and talk some cows or something. <laughs> yeah, maybe get a white one over at you guys' place someday. <laughs> there you go, there you go. Always looking for something out there, I guess. So, yeah, that'll be fun. That'll be fun. Well, Doug, if you would, tell us about the family a little and a little bit of the history here and how you guys got going. I'm the oldest grandson on my grandfather's side, mm-hmm. on my dad's side. And my grandmother always told me, you're the excuse for grandpa <laughs> to get back into cows. Well, thanks. I thought I was a little better than that, but I guess not. <laughs> so uh, I guess I was the excuse to get foot in the door. You know, man, we started with some real foundation, lower end cattle back mm-hmm. in the day, you know, just getting started. Mm-hmm. And you only got you know, two choices, you either got the money to go buy it and start it good, or you got to spend 20 years to build it up. And right. We, we had to go that direction. Right. <laughs> and, right. Uh, you know, so did all that and helped him build that place. And we got to do some really cool things there eventually. 
as we finally got him talked into some different feeding programs and that, you know, I had to sell out to get through college and, you know, a couple of years later, bought back in with just two females and oh yeah, slowly built from there. Had to kind of pull myself away and, and do it my way because I was very, very fortunate to be able to sit around and talk with people like, you know, Nick Overpeck, mm-hmm. Dr. Parrott. I mean, the, the list could just, the list could rattle on forever. Right. The best thing I ever did, and I tell my students this all the time, best thing I ever did was just sit down, shut up, and listen Right. to those older men that did it better than me, longer than me, and now I also had to filter through the BS. <laughs> right. What was a load of baloney. Right. Took a lot of time of sitting back and reviewing in my head. The man almighty, some of those guys just have no idea the amount of good they've done for me. Mm-hmm. There's so many guys, and unfortunately, I, I get a little complex at, at times because we lost Dr. Parrott here mm-hmm. just a few weeks ago mm-hmm. to a sudden heart attack. Dr. Parrott was, uh, I mean, there, there wasn't many like him. Big man of God, a, a man that put other people first, uh, love of cattle at heart, known in the Angus breed as, as the Angus man in Illinois. Mm-hmm. The one that even owned a char at one point in time. Uh, that's a story I'm sure he wouldn't want me telling. <laughs> <laughs> He made some dang good money with that Eliminator 032 bull right? Um, as a partner on him. Mm-hmm. And that, that was a tremendous bull for back in that time. Mm-hmm. So it's It's been interesting. The, the wife and I, we have two boys, one three and a half and one coming on two here soon. Mm-hmm. Being a parent is definitely the hardest thing I've ever done. <laughs> Being a husband is probably the second. <laughs> <laughs> to, to a divorce lawyer, right? We talked about that last time, yeah. The redheaded Sicilian divorce attorney. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, for anyone listening, she is sitting across the room from me, and I'm not looking at her right now because I don't want to know if she's going to chuck something at me or not. <laughs> Other guys um, think they got their hands full, huh? <laughs> dude, she's just she's chuckling over there. So <laughs> not a problem. <laughs> That's she's good. She's used to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you guys think you got it rough or you're walking on eggshells, why just call Doug? <laughs> <laughs> if you're in Illinois and need a divorce attorney, <laughs> let me know. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I didn't know this was going to become a PSA for, <laughs> for the law firm. <laughs> there you go. It can take any turn at any time, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's just kind of the way it goes. That's absolutely fine. We like it. So, yeah, I got your deal going, how you want it, and breaking away just a little and, and got the family involved in this thing. And you're trying to use a lot of eggs and donors and recips and that sort of thing, right? Yeah. We've unfortunately this year, next year, we're not going to have very many calves. The individuals I was using for recip herds, either I decided not to use them anymore mm-hmm. or one family, they ended up having a, a pregnancy come in. So they need to focus on the child coming and, mm-hmm. you know, just so many things going on. Right. So unfortunately I've lost all my recip herds. So the donor we're selling in this sale is our lead donor, mm-hmm. our second donor. Uh, we sold the sale at, on Labor Day. She topped the sale. She went to North Dakota. Mm-hmm. To a family that's just, she's their first char. And they're going to design an entire herd around TCCS St. Lydia female. This Dolly donor is the other end of that. And unfortunately, we need to let them go because I've already got embryos. I mean, my, mm-hmm. my tank's full. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Dolly donor gave 21 her last conventional flush. Oh, my gosh. I only got 10 cows to put them in. And I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be here a while. Um <laughs> So, I mean, that this Dolly donor is too dang good to just sit here and right. know, only have three, four calves a year. This thing's brought the best one to the table every single year. Mm-hmm. She's had four natural calves for us, and the one ET calf we had on the ground was one of the best efforts we've ever had. Kind of died in a freak little accident when she was about two and a half, three months old. Mm-hmm. And so you can see her full sib now in the, in the lot two female. I mean, that's the kind of quality that we're talking on that heifer calf. Right. It's been a little hurtful when uh-huh. I've got to let go of a female like this Dolly one mm-hmm. and that St. Lydia female. But in order to reposition myself for the next year and for the year after to be able to put in as many embryos as I can and get a, a decent size recip herd, mm-hmm. uh, I've got to build it myself. So that's why the donors have been selling this fall. Not somewhere I want to be. 
Right. Is, this Dolly donor is not only my favorite, but my two-year-old's favorite. Right. Um, he knows her name, and he knows her son's name. So mm-hmm. you'll see the additional picture on her lot is a Giordani bull. Mm-hmm. And uh, my two-year-old, for the last six months, actually knows that bull by name. And he can say Mama, Dada, and Giordani. I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. But he's got toy toy bull named Giordani. I mean, he, yeah. Anytime you're outside, you better hope you got him within arm's reach because if not, he's getting in the bullpen. He's with Giordani, um, huh? He will. He already knows how to climb gates. It's he, he's going to be the scary one, right? <laughs> <He's too. laughs> um, but that Giordani bull we sold last year in the sale. Uh, half interest went for 4250 bucks. Right. Uh, there's a family about 30 minutes away from us that has started their Charlet herd, Wasmuth Farms. And so Eddie and his wife saw that bull and went, you know, but we're starting to char herd. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. He's the first char that they owned. The minute they saw him, that's what they wanted to do. Right. So they're, they're starting building now. They're coming up on a year long. As soon as he's done at Kansas City, he may make his way to Louisville. We haven't decided yet, mm-hmm. uh, but then he's he's off to breeding. Right. Uh, we will collect him and let some seam be available as soon as we get back from one of those two shows. Cool. Good. But that thing, if you see a picture of him, guys, that's just a May yearling. And yes, he was a twin. Mm-hmm. And you would not know it by seeing him in person. You would not know it by seeing him on picture or video. Right. Well, that thing is freaking cool. He's a hoss, isn't he? Uh, he is, and that that thing has impressed me from day one, and just continues to do it. Right, right. Uh, I kind of jumped into that lot one female, but that's not her first bull calf. Her very first bull calf was the Fear Me Bull. That was a fearless son. Didn't have a picture on here, but you can probably find some really really super cool picture of him on my Facebook page from him as a calf. Mm-hmm. Man, he was a pretty little sucker. Right. Sold him for four thousand to a commercial guy around here, which in Illinois, on a char bull for four thousand, right. it's not easy to do. Right. Um, unfortunately, he had an accident a little after two years of age, and so he's no longer around. Mm-hmm. But is what it is. Her second calf was the guy we had breeding. Didn't wear his glasses. Bred her to an Angus bull. Uh, end up being a very easily selling show steer. Uh-huh. He won a won a couple small shows around us. The family that they raise dairy cattle, mm-hmm. uh, they're, they're milkers, so they learning how to feed and that kind of thing. They did a good job with him, and he treated them very very well for where their skill level was. Right. Then you see this Giordani bull, and you see the lot two heifer, this Payton's girl. Those are the last two calves out of her, and she just brings the best or second best calf to the damn barn every year. Right. That's one of them that I don't know if I could offer a more consistent donor across the board. Mm-hmm. The Ice Queen donor we sold in 2017, built differently than this one. Mm-hmm. Not near as powerful, muscular, just a touch more freak neck. Super, super. I mean, that was Fearless's mother, mm-hmm. by the way. But that that one they call Ice Queen. Richland Farms have done an amazing job with her. They made their money back on her under a year. But I really believe this Dolly Cow is probably the best owner I've ever had. She's a whale. She is just big beast. Mm-hmm. You can see that in the Giordani Bull. Right. Uh, they are tremendous. You know, and I mean, we sold her full sister for 13000 to California back in the 2017 sale. We kept her because her weaning weight and yearling weight was something that we'd never seen before out of, you know, out of a heifer. Mm-hmm. And man almighty, she, she brings it to the table each time. Awesome. I can't wait to see what this lot two heifer is going to be as a yearling. She's probably going to make everybody look really, really little just across <laughs> the board. Muscle, rib, mm-hmm. you name it. Both that cow and that lot two female have a tremendous future. Hopefully, going to be donors for a long time coming. Right, right. That that Dolly donor man, I I couldn't brag on her any more than I than I do. I mean, everybody knows Turton and what he's done, past national champion. Right. Uh, Stealth nine five oh nine is a donor that everyone knows. That's a household name. Mm-hmm. She's made a, a lot of really good ones, and this one has just popped off for us so well. Y'all gonna think bad of me though. Whoever buys her, you go to load her up. You see me walk away in tears. You, you just, <laughs> all right, and you can make fun of me. It'd be fine, but there will be some tears shed over that one loading up in a trip. I'll bet. Um, yeah, right now. I'll bet. Yeah. 
So if there's anybody out there that's got some extra recip cows, why you'd like to talk to them. Yeah, that wouldn't be a bad idea to have a little conversation. <laughs> right, right. There you go. We'll just put that out there for you. But you're still going to use those and, and still use a few others here in the future and, and try to build this thing back up. Exactly. There's heifers we've sold in the past that we kept a flush right on here and there. Right. We were going to enact a few of those, build up that embryo base a little bit wider than what I am right now of mainly just dolly and a, a few others, mm-hmm. dolly in the Ice Queen mm-hmm. 709 and, you know, things like that. We've still got the the one Ice Queen daughter outside her cross Ice Queen at Warner Class at OKC at the, at the national show. Mm-hmm. So we've got some embryos on her later in the sale. We've got plenty there on her. We are going to keep 50% embryo interest in the, the lot two, tag 76 heifer, Payton's girl. That's the only Dolly heifer there is right now. So, I mean, having her walk out the door with nothing kept back on her would be literal insanity. <laughs> right. Um, think my wife would definitely shoot me. That wouldn't be a divorce. That would be a game ending, game changing. Right. The lot three tag 62 efforts the same way. We're going to keep interest on her as well, her embryo side. You look at that female and her mother is now deceased. And uh, those are the only foreigners made out of that Savannah cow. So there's three of them in this sale. And then this is, this is the one that is probably my favorite female of the group. Between her and lot two, and man, it's a coin toss on which one I like better each day. Mm-hmm. If you do pay attention, you know that Savannah cow is a flush mate to Stealth 9509. So she is in blood, maternal sister to the Dolly donor. Mm-hmm. So that is a neat thing you see throughout this sale. And of course, out of the foreigner bull, current reserve national champion, I was one of the first three or four guys to jump in on that bull. You know, he reads as a Cavinese, really maternal oriented bull. And and that's what he's producing for me out of these three. With this lot three heifer, guys, if, if you do not watch her video and you only go off of her picture, you will have missed the best heifer in the sale. Right. She did not. She was in heat. She acted up on sale day. She had to be pictured off halter. So, no, that picture is nowhere near her true quality. That head and neck set is much lower than it normally is. If you watch that video, you'll see what I mean. Mm-hmm. That thing is massive. She's powerful. She's beautifully built through her shoulder. I love that extension up through her neck. That one has got the rib cage for it. And the best part is she gets out and travels. She just hypnotizes you because she is just so good at the ground. She gets out and flexes with the best. That's probably the the best heifer I've ever touched. Mm-hmm. Between her and Lot 2, man, they're freaking good. Mm-hmm. But God almighty, please, guys, watch the video. <laughs> that, I mean, this one is special. Right. This one is, you know, you can't remake them. The mother's dead. Right. They're a genetic specialty. Because of that, they're out of the former bull. I mean, there, there's so many things here. If those three aren't already on somebody's list of possible donors, they ought to be. Right. Because their genetic package cannot be reproduced to the way they are. Right. Oh, uh, yeah. Somebody could take foreigner to 9509 if they want to go buy that flush. But that's not going to be the same as Savannah. 9509 took one whale of a picture. But if you look at the Savannah cow, Savannah cow is more extended up front, especially through that neck. She's a female that reads just a little more, uh, I wouldn't call it performance oriented, but uh, a little more functional. She's one of them that her picture isn't as glossed up and beautiful. If you've seen the calves that Harlan Hex has had out of her, especially the daughters, mm-hmm. I know he had an outlier out of her this past year here that, man, just did a whale of a job for them in Minnesota. And that Savannah cow was a really good one. So these three flush mates you'll see in here, tag 62, tag 58, and tag 74, those are genetics that you want to buy, you want to show them, that would be awesome. I, I think two of them could be really good in the show ring. Mm-hmm. But they definitely need to be in that possible donor pen right. because of the genetic package they bring to the table. Right. You know how we all get, though. We all get through scrolling, scrolling through sales and <laughs> We don't love a picture. We don't open a video. And I could probably tell you right now, if I looked, how many people have clicked on her. I guarantee not even half of them have went to the video. And 
man, the minute you see that video, you're going to see a completely different heifer. Right. Pictures I've got on my phone of her as a calf. That neck is another foot and a half longer. And sometimes sale picture days just don't go perfect. You're right. It is. I know guys like you and I always look good in our pictures, but sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll go with that. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're already in them. Let's, let's just continue on down through here and let's talk this lot four. We got the dry town female. That dry town bull is one that caught my eye when uh, Grant Hill sold out. He's an outsider cross off bred donor female. And that donor is a club calf donor. Mm-hmm. Somebody finally took the outsider. And that is, that's an ultra look dude. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's not built like many other things. He's the ultra look sire is what I call him. Mm-hmm. And so uh, Jason Littleton's got him down in Texas. And Bar L. If you don't know the TR Mr. Randy Cow, I guarantee any Char guy in, in that deals with the national show, they know the TR Mr. Randy Cow. Mm-hmm. She's done it and done it so well for so many years. And there's so many good ones that have been out of that one. This little female here is an absolute hairball. And that's what those dry towns usually throw. That one I think is just super cool. And you can see the ultra look on her. And again, her head should be a little higher than normal, but that's, that is what it is. Uh, that's in April. Those last two we saw in a lot twos, just a May baby, lot threes of February. This lot four is in April. Mm-hmm. Please understand that not every recip is the world's greatest. <laughs> um, this one and her flushmate sister both came out of recips out of the same herd. Mm-hmm. And those recips, needs to say, we did not go back to use those two recips again. Mm-hmm. They're just a little behind. Right. They have caught up so much in the last month and a half here. These are the fun ones because if you're a young family getting into this and you want heifers that you can bring home and all you got to do is play with some hair and just dump feed to them, this is the kind that's going to go do a lot of fun things for you in the show ring. Mm-hmm. These two heifers, you take them home, put them in anybody's hands, just tell them all you got to do is feed them. Right. All if they just go out there and dump feed and play play with hair every once in a while, these two are going to do wonders for them. But this one is is the hairier, more extended. She's she's a little bigger than the other heifer, than her sister. I think her other sister is the lot nine female. Mm-hmm. Want to separate those out a little bit so they weren't back to back. Right. The lot nine female took a really cool photo, but you know that's that's a really nice pair. They're going to be really really neat to look at. I believe it's the lot four heifer tag seventies. Right. And uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna reserve two flushes on that one. Okay. You know, hopefully she matures the way I think she's going to, and that one's gonna be really fun to show ring and hopefully get some banners to be able to advertise with as a breeder. Right. Um, there's a lot of ways you can take that one in the future. For me, right off the top of my head, I can't wait to see what that one would do with the St. Christopher Bull. Right. First flush out of that one for me would be to the St. Christopher Bull because that one was really, really cool looking. Mm-hmm. But that's a really neat one. Relatively broke. That one doesn't lead perfectly yet, but that one's pretty darn close to it. Those first three heifers there, obviously lot two, three, and four, we have entered them all for Kansas City. Oh, cool. Um, we will probably only end up taking the lot two and three heifer, along with that Giardani bull I talked about earlier. Uh-huh. The lot four heifer, she's just a little behind on weight right now, but mm-hmm. the quality is there. Mm-hmm. The quality is there. If we could take her, you know, I would not be ashamed in any way, shape, or form because that one would be a whole hell of a lot of fun to fit. Right, right. That one's, man, that thing's just woolly. And the hair grows in a good direction, and that one's going to be a lot of fun. you got a young showman that wants to learn how to fit, still learning on the feeding process. Man, that that's the one right there. Right. When I was a kid, that one would have taught me a lot of wonderful lessons on clipping and fitting a little bit earlier than I learned. Right. There's a lot of value in that one, too, is on an educational side for a young showman. Right. Good one. You just take her home and feed her, so... We, we got the other sister here in the lot five. She's just a little bit different. Yeah, she's just slightly different. As a couple of my friends says, she's a little bit more, looks like an actual Charlay. Uh, mm-hmm. She's not quite as freak-necked. She's got a good neck. She, she's got a, that conventional look about her. That's one of them that she honestly, if you took a picture of that Dolly donor when she was a calf, 
and matched it up against this Louisa heifer, mm-hmm. they'd look almost dead alike. Mm-hmm. Crazy. So there's a lot of value in that one. I will say that one is the hardest to deal with. For some reason, she's got a real uh, love-hate relationship with the show stick. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm sure somebody could work through that one. Mm-hmm. That one right now reads to me as one that's going to go right into somebody's future donor pen. I really hope somebody does that with her because she does things a little bit differently than a lot three heifer. And so that's one of them that we're going to retain two flushes on because, man, that, that one is just so well built in her shoulder, built in her knee. I, I just love that crew char look in that one. Mm-hmm. So maybe not that ultra show female, but if you're looking for that female, hey, can I get something from that genetic package that isn't going to do whatever crazy number? but is going to be able to still give me a genetic package that I need to be able to sell calves in the future. You know, that that's one that will do that. Right. She's cowie. Yeah. Always like the cowie ones. At least I do anyway. The lot six, we got another foreigner. Yeah. Foreigner across the St. Christopher daughter. Mm-hmm. You can see there's a definite change in rib cage and right. softness of this one. This one here, man, if I could extend her neck just a few inches, this thing would be deadly. Mm-hmm. This and the lot two heifer are probably the most playful little things. If you've got a young showman that likes to play with cattle and likes one that's going to lick all over you and rub <laughs> on you. And, I mean, yeah. she, she's, she's one of the kind of a barn pain in the butts because she wants to be loved on all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's a sweetheart. Mm-hmm. You know, we love that rib cage and shape to this one really really sound and practical i just like the way she is built and brings things to the table she's definitely more moderate than the other two mm-hmm. those other two foreigners are different than hers this one's more moderate a little bit more sweep to that rib cage already mm-hmm. uh, this one's got a lot of neat hair i mean this one has she's a wooly wooly thing mm-hmm. i don't know if you can see that in the video or not but this one's going to be fun for a lot of people that one take her to any county show any jackpot you want that one's going to be a fun one that one could even go you know stand pretty good at a junior nationals mm-hmm. uh, that, that's a good solid female there's nothing about that one that would make me shy away in any way shape or form right she's a late february as well yep so she runs in with the tag 62 and tag 58 mm-hmm. in that february range and mm-hmm. those three all kind of run together they're definitely all different that's one of them that we have her mother here. That's why we're not keeping a flush back in that one. Okay. We still have her mother here, and her mother's a young female. Mm-hmm. I think that's her second calf. Her mother is fast-tracking herself towards a future donor spot here. She had a bull calf on the first round, and that one did very, very well. And this one, you know, just trying to fine-tune what bull's going to work on that one. Right. And I think that cow's going to be in the donor pen within the next calendar year. Mm-hmm. Awesome. She is really cool as well. Do you want to tell the story behind the lot seven or just call her a composite and go on with it? <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I guess I'll tell a little story about that one. You all know you have recips that don't take at times, and sometimes a cleanup bull catches them. Mm-hmm. And normally those are the ones you sell at the sale barn. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that was my mindset on this heifer. Uh, we weaned her at four months old and, you know, preg checked the cow and cow did not take to the next embryo we put in. So we shipped the, the recip. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a young recip because this is just her first calf. She just was out of a first time mama. Uh, so we shipped that recip, you know, left that heifer in with the rest of them. You know, here we are, you know, month and a half, two months later. And you look at her and you go, oh my God, where is her mother? I, I, I need to put... <laughs> Can we flush that one to, you know, anything clubby? Because mm-hmm. let's be honest, you put a little more hair on this one and you give her a little more bone, and some club calf guy is going to sell her for 20. Mm-hmm. I mean, this one is just, she is a freak. If you're into club calves, you can take this thing to anything because they are not related to her. I guarantee it. Right. I mean, you know, her mother was in half Angus and she's out of a purebred char bull. Mm-hmm. That one. And, and she gone milk, <laughs> right? She gone milk. Uh, that one is just we kind of jokingly call her, uh, you know, magical Mary, because it's it's just <laughs> magical how she's come to be. But that one, you know, her name is TCCS Dreamer, mm-hmm. and that one is I haven't had anybody come by the house and not see that one and go, 
um, what do you want for that one? You know? Right. <laughs> and honestly, two months ago, I'd have, you know, I'd have probably said, Hey, give me 200 bucks over sale barn, you know? Right. And I'm glad no one saw her at that point in time because <laughs> <laughs> you look and see her now. And I think she's going to have a few eyeballs right. on October 12th. Isn't that so fun? And it is neat to have one catch like that. Right. The ones that shouldn't do. So, yeah, we got another foreigner strong in this sale out of the Savannah cow here for the lot eight. Yeah, so this is the third flush made out of that flush I bought mm-hmm. in Savannah. This one here is just a May baby. The other two were Februarys. And this May baby has the most hair out of everything in the sale. Her and the Tag 64 are just, they're, they're woolly beasts. You know, that Tag 70 heifer, she's got maybe a little more correct hair. But if somebody gets these guys fully trained with hairstyle, hair movement, this one can be a lot of fun. She's built just a touch different up front. She's got a, a touch more, a little bit on her neck there. I'm usually not super worried about that because they normally grow into the majority of it. Mm-hmm. So I'm not really worried on that that nature. I know everybody wants to have them zipper neck. You know, we got several of those in the sale as well. But this one here is is really cool in her hair. She's got a rib cage very similar to that Tag 64 female. So she's a real deep body, hairballed thing. I think this would be a neat one for somebody. And again, that genetic package that's not going to be able to be remade. Right. Kind of one of a kind there. Yeah, these three are, are special, these three flush mates, because nobody else is going to have one. And uh, let's just be honest, if one of them hits off in the show ring, you have automatic advertising for if you have either of the other two. Right. And, uh I guarantee that whoever buys whatever, the other ones are going to end up tracking all three of them for advertising purposes. Right. We've already kept some embryo flush interest in the other two. Therefore, we didn't, we're not going to keep embryo interest in this one. Not that she's worse or anything else, but, you know, don't need to keep embryo interest in everything. Right, you know right, I mean? right. Um, that's one of them that I think there's a lot of value in that one. I don't know about you, but. The summer yearling division usually gets a little lighter for us here right. uh, in Illinois. Right. That's one of them I think a lot of people are going to do a lot of things with. A little off the beaten path there. Yeah, she's got the hair. If you want to go clubbing, I mean, that's that's one of them. You could hit her with an I-80 or something like that and clean up that neck just a little bit, and you won't lose a bit of hair. There's money to be made on that one. Right. And the bread and, and the club calf side. Right. If you need a little style... We've got one with a little style to burn here in the lot nine, the dry town. Yeah. She and the tag 70 flush mates, you know, we, we bought a set of embryos there and we got two heifers out of that deal. And this one here is just a couple days older than the other one. She's a little smaller than the other one. Mm-hmm. Other than that, this one is just designed so well. She doesn't have the hair as her sister does. Uh, it's starting to come in as we got her finally righted on her, minerals and you know that type of thing those levels mm-hmm. uh, her hair started to come the dry town gene for hair is is finally starting to kick in right so i think by probably late november she's going to be a woolly thing just like that tag 70 mm-hmm. but that's one of them that's super cool really calm easy to deal with both of those two heifers are, are ones that young showmen can work on and do excellent with yeah, she is. She is really neat. It's just so much better the way that you guys have them calmed down, got them tamed down, got them ready to go. Just somebody grab a hold of them and go with them. Yeah, I mean, they'll need a little bit of work. I mean, they're they're right. not all leading perfectly, but right. I mean, those are ones that you know a dad can grab a hold of that one's halter and kind of just go. Right. Know, hey, son, daughter, just uh, you know walk behind her and she'll go. Right. She's, that's one that. She's never bolted on me. She doesn't lock up. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Now that's the one that the young showman going to have a lot of fun with that one in a showmanship ring if, if they put the work in. Right. Good deal. And then we've got the fall here for the lot 10. Another St. Christopher. Yeah. Young man in Southwest Missouri. I've known him for a very long time. He's about to go off to college. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was down there Labor Day at a sale and stopped by his place and we saw several females there. Uh, this is one that definitely caught my eye, and I tried to buy her mother. Mm-hmm. Um, 
her mother has one of the most magnificent udders I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. I loved her design, super long spine, deep ribbed. Her mother is, is a really, really nice one. Uh, they're just not willing to let that one go at this time. But the daughter here, this is one that I've got no problem. I, I have no issue. If, if she comes back home to my place, she's welcome to stay here. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll gladly buy her. Because this is one that is going to be an excellent mama cow. If she doesn't hit a show ring, doesn't matter. Right. That one immediately goes to somebody's top end of their list for replacements. That one is, she's moderate. She's big ribbed. She's functional. You know, in a perfect world to make her a show female, would I like to see her, you know, maybe just a, a little more jack-necked? Right. Maybe. But that one's going to be a nice project for somebody and turn into a money-making cow. Mm-hmm. So if you have a young kid that wants a heifer to show, you know, a few times throughout the year, maybe show all summer long, but your focus is more importantly to have a good female to raise some show calves out of in the future. Sure. That's one that can do that. Sure. Yeah. A lot of future in that one. Mm-hmm. Then you've got a few, uh, well, we got some embryos. We've got yeah. some female embryos, you know, when I go buy some of these uh, embryos, it seems like my, my luck. I get a lot more bulls, but this should be the, the work done with for you here. So if you look back on those two dry towns, you definitely see a theme from him. Right. Um, ultra look and hair. Right. That's out of the dolly cow. And you see the power and the mass and the performance. These things are going to be special. We've got either three or four pregnancies do this spring coming spring out of this mating i think these could be home runs Mm -hmm. we flushed her ivf through transova we got 45 oversights you know and turned around we split it we did saint christopher on half and dry town on the other reverse or both of them and we come back with uh, 11 embryos This is going to be a really, really really neat set. Mm -hmm. I might, in the end, wish I didn't sell these. (laughs) Right. (laughs) uh, These could be extremely good. But if if this bull can give that cow just a little bit of his style, I think somebody's going to have some really high-end show heifers. Right. We've got more Dolly embryos here in the Lot 12. Yep. So we took Foreigner to Dolly because you saw those three Foreigner Savannah females. Mm-hmm. So essentially, all we do is sprinkle in a little turton, and here they are. <laughs> that that's essentially the difference between these embryos and that Tag 62 that I'm I'm so a fan of, and 58 and 74. You sprinkle in a little turton, and that's what these embryos are going to be. Cool. Um, she gave us 21 of these. These are conventional. These are the only three that we're going to sell, as far as we know, mm-hmm. at this point. Right. Um, we haven't been able to put any of these in quite yet because that flush was done late. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get these put in right away, you're going to have the first ones on the ground. Um, you've already seen what Dolly does with the with the other bulls. Right. Um, you've seen what Foreigner can do. There's four Foreigners in this sale. Mm-hmm. This is probably, for me my favorite embryo package there is out of this group because if you do get a bull out of that one you have a chance for that one to be something special right and so you know it's it's not just the focus of those heifers in the last set that we had there because those can be special as well but these are special because if you're a guy like me who doesn't mind raising bulls to try to find that one that's gonna go be a semen seller i think i really think these embryos would have a chance at that Mm-hmm. You never have a guarantee in life, but you want to give yourself a chance, and that mating gives us a chance. Right. Got to just put yourself in that seat, don't you? Exactly. Right. We got the Foreigner Ice Queen females here for the 13. Yep. The Bullard Ice Queen. Unfortunately, we lost Mr. Bullard. Very, very unfortunate accident. But that was a female that we sold that Ice Queen donor. Richland Farm sold those sex heifer embryos. Bullards put them in, and the very first one I had for sale, I went and bought. Mm-hmm. And that was uh, during the pandemic year. We had so much fun with her. She won her class at OKC, which was the national show that year. She was in the hunt in that division. That one is just super, super cool. You see a picture of her online. And she's just so level and neat and really cool-necked and shouldered. 
really fits the theme of that ice queen donor and that fearless bull just got you got to love every bit of this how her angles are built and her structure that one's a really really cool one come to that she's a super easy calving low birth weight style female think foreigner on her whether it's heifers i think you're going to have some tremendous show females there and maternal females but on the bull side there's our chance at you want that low birth weight bull you can go out and advertise and possibly get a semen seller out of i think there's an option there and that's that's going to be a neat one there as we watch that's probably my second or third pick on the embryo packages um just me as a charlotte geek you know trying to find that what's that next calving age semen sire going to be right and that one gives us a possibility at right right uh, wind's impressive. Embryos here, the lot 14. Boy, you got a lot of embryos on this, Tim. Yeah, we've we've definitely got, I mean, the, the ice queen donor gave us a lot. Dolly's given us a lot. Uh, wind's impressive, and the, the woods bud wind coming up next. I mean, those girls average like 19 per flush. Jeez. Per flush. The wind's impressive. She gave us 21 of these cool rep embryos. Mm-hmm. I've had three of those calves. Unfortunately, two of them did not make it. Risa heard they were in this year. Mm-hmm. You know, just, they had an oopsie, and so they didn't make it past day five. The one before that uh, was in our sale last fall and went to Michigan. Did wonderful for that young man. He's definitely one of the top two favorite bred heifers for them right now. Mm-hmm. Just, just tremendous. And what's really neat is we all know that cool rep bull uh, sire of bells and whistles, sire of rock stars, sire of so many semen selling bulls. He was horned though, cool rep bulls horn himself. But uh, all four of the calves I've had out of this have been pulled. Mm-hmm. So that leads me to believe that the Wins Impressive donor was a obviously a homo pulled female. No guarantee on that. We didn't have her tested. We did lose her. I mean, that's an older genetic female. But that was one of them that she was just flat and good. Mm-hmm. Um, one Illinois State Fair, she's reserved grand as a calf. And I mean, there's, she did a lot of cool stuff for us. She was our highest retail producing female when she was alive. But those are embryos that, you know, you just want flat, good cattle That's that can do that. So if you like performance cattle uh, and you like cattle that are still going to have look and still going to be able to be using that show side at one point in time in the future, that flush can do that. Right deal got the fargo embryos fargo's done a wonderful job in a performance oriented situation he's made some show calves as well that woods bud wind female is actually the maternal sib to the ice queen donor uh we sold the woods bud wind female in our sale in 2019 i believe mm-hmm. she was a 10 year old brought a little over 3,000 mm-hmm. went to colorado They've done a wonderful job. They had one of her daughters at the national show this past year. That was one really good big April yearling. She's just done tremendous. That cow herself has my record yearling weight bull and record uh, weaning weight bull calf. Her natural calf was like four pounds shy of 900 pounds at weaning weight. And then yearling weight was like 15, 16 or something like that on yearling weight. Mm -hmm. Uh, We took him to the national show at Louisville. And he was 400 pounds heavier than everything else in his age division, mm-hmm. uh, this class. So that one is just performance, performance, performance. And that cow has actually given us plenty of show efforts that we want as well. Uh, mm-hmm. I talked about that donor earlier in our conversation mm-hmm. at St. Lydia. Mm-hmm. That's a St. Christopher Cross Woods Bud Wind. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, there there is show quality there. That St. Lydia uh, won her class in the junior show, the national show when it was in Louisville. And on open show day, she acted up for the young showman, young lady, and it was going second. Mm-hmm. So that cow can give you show quality cattle. Right. And that cow is homozygous hair. That whole line is the maternal line. Um, but Fargo to her is, is a good one. If you like performance cattle, you want to raise yourself a future herd sire, that would be an excellent one to grab a hold of. And speaking of sires, you've got a couple uh, semen lots in here as well to round this sale out. Yep, uh, the absolute bull comes next. Uh, I've got more than plenty in the tank for the future flushes we have planned on him. You know, so those are just five straws that we're willing to sell. But, you know, you want extension and length. 
Uh, I remember seeing him at Junior Nationals uh, when he was in Missouri many years ago, and that dude was just, he, he was unthinkable at that point in time. Mm-hmm. Just the length of spine, the length of neck. I mean, people joke about, you know, cattle being like giraffe neck. That dude is the definition of giraffe neck. Right. right. That thing is, I mean, just, and he's doing a hell of a job for Bar L in Texas. Jason Littleton's got him. And man, if you look at the, the heifer quality that they have out of him, and uh, Schaefer's have had some amazing heifers out of him. The bulls are no joke. I mean, that, that bull does a good quality job. So that, that's, again, semen that we're going to offer up to somebody because we do have enough in the mm-hmm. tank, and we are going to use him in the future. Right. So please don't think that this, that's throwaway semen. It is not. Right. Then we got the St. Christopher as well. So, uh, yeah, you need some show stuff right, right here. we got one in the top ten, which we talked about earlier. Yeah, that bull just every single day he breathes, he just makes my heart good. <laughs> um, that that bull obviously he wins Denver. He, he won quite a few other shows, but the Denver one's his big one. Mm-hmm. There was only really two heifers being shown last year uh, in the national circuit, and that was a heifer from the Fergusons uh, that they bought off of Dunan, uh, the caddy like chick female. Mm-hmm. She did so well; she ended up third show heifer of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the breed mitchell's had one as well it was right in there fighting in that that same division all year long and those two females are the reason i mean there's only two out there and you look at the outsiders and et cetera, where there's you know 30 to 40 head deep at every show mm-hmm. they're all an outsider and here comes saint christopher with two right. and bulls in the top 10 show sire of the year right the semen sales have been very very good on him yeah. The reports have been wonderful on him. Mm-hmm. The bulls are just as good as the heifers. At some point in time, somebody's going to come out with a bull and make a big run at that national deal out of this one. Mm-hmm. He's in that club calf sire deal as well. Uh, Walsh's out of Wisconsin have used him the last two sales, two years, uh, and their steer sale, their top seller, were St. Christopher's sons. Mm. Mm-hmm. So they were they were full mates. The mother is in God we trust daughter, but I believe they were both their top sellers. And he works on that club calf side as well. You want a little color, and you want to make them as massive as you can get them. Right. That dude does it while still staying functional. Right. He's seven now, as of just a few days ago. Mm-hmm. And that bull is still as clean jointed as you could imagine a little calf to be. Oh, that's awesome. And that that bull's never been on a foot trimming table. He just he just does it and does it well. Mm-hmm. Uh, you say gone but not forgotten. We got the the fearless. Yeah, the fearless bull. So uh, actually, that's his barn name. So NXS <laughs> is no doubt is his registered name. That's the first calf out of that ice queen donor, uh-huh. the original ice queen donor. And that bull was way ahead of his time. Uh, we weren't really ready for that. That was pre outsider. That bull is a structure changer. I've never seen another bull that can change shoulder structure, hip structure in one mating like that one has. Mm-hmm. But I must be honest here, his heifers are light years better than his bulls. Right. It's just plain and honest. It is what it is. Right. And we need to know it. And I will tell you right now, guys, if you use him, don't look at those calves until they're six months old. Right. Because they come ugly. They come little. <laughs> they come easy. And they come ugly. Right. So you got heifers, you got a big time show heifer that you need to have easy calving and not be a throwaway calf. Fearless is the man. That semen is dwindling. So there's there's not a lot left. Mm-hmm. We're getting down to the end here. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's one that if we have heifers, show heifers, if they're not related to him, they get fearless. That's one of them. Again, structure changer, hair, look. He was moderate, big rib. He'd get out and flex and functional off of all ends just wonderfully. Right. You got that big time show heifer and you want one to where you don't have a throwaway calf and you want one that's going to do what it needs to do, that bull will do it. But like I said, for six months, they're going to be ugly. Right. And they hit six months old, they start coming into their own and you're going to love them every day after that. Right. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, again, another another really 
high-quality lineup here for the Pursuit of Happiness sale. And, again, that one's going to be on SC, and it's going to go off on October 12th. And, again, Doug is out there in Ramsey, Illinois. So, Doug, if they want to come see these cattle, why, they just need to get a hold of you and, and set up an appointment with you and, and come see those. Yep, that would be great. And if I absolutely need to and I'm stuck in the classroom, you know, my dad can always come out and, you know, no big deal or, also, man, I've got a few guys that, you know, just randomly stopped by today mm -hmm. uh, while I was at school. And they just texted me ahead of time and say, hey, we're going to be there. I'm like, all right, sounds good. You know, not a problem. <laughs> right. Make, all the gates are locked when you're done. Right. <laughs> we, we do live just a couple miles south of Ramsey State Park. So we don't really want to be chasing these cattle through Ramsey State Park. <laughs> right. Right. That would not be fun. No. Also, uh, yeah. So get a hold of you and uh, man, Doug. I appreciate you getting with us and and telling us about these cattle and telling us about the pursuit of happiness sale again. And uh, good to talk to you again, man. Oh, thank you, sir. I, I know a lot of people say it, but um, this year is by far our best heifer year we've ever had. 2017 was the only other year that come this quality and this depth. I mean, the the high end ceilings on these girls are much higher than we've had in the past. Obviously, you can tell the genetic packages that I've been working on starting to pay off. Right. So it's nice to see that happening. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you're going to offer, you're going to offer and share the wealth. Yep. All right. Embryos are out there. The, the heifers are out there. There's, there's a lot of things that can go right into making somebody money after the show season. Right. Sounds like a good plan. Man, I appreciate it. And again, Go to SC, check out the TC Cattle Services Pursuit of Happiness sale uh, on SC on October the 12th. The sale is posted, so you can go look at that, look at all those pictures, look at all the videos, all the comments there that uh, Doug has put on there. And Doug, want to wish you a lot of luck on the sale. And we want to thank you for listening to another edition of Before the Bid Podcast. <laughs>